My guest today is a guitarist from a band all the way from Australia called Voyager. They have a new album out called V out June 3rd. I'd like to welcome Simone Dow. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Great. Thanks for being here. So we're on about a 12-hour time difference, right? That's right. It's uh, 22 minutes past 9 in the evening. Wow. This is cool. So we're doing it here at uh, 9.30 in the morning for anybody listening. So it's crazy, isn't it? Pretty much the only time we could coordinate this interview. Oh, look, um, it's all right because I'm a bit of a night owl anyway. So. Right, I imagine. <laughs> well, that's great. Listen, uh, this is a treat for me on many levels. One, uh, I love the band. I love the new album. Uh, I've never really spoken with a band from Australia, so that's that's pretty cool. And, I, and um, you know, hopefully we can share audiences across the water there a little bit, which will be kind of neat. Yeah, definitely. I always love uh, – actually, I've never done a lot of um, phone interviews. I've only just started doing them more recently. I'm actually really enjoying them. Right. Yeah, are you finding – a lot of people know about the band by now after so many years outside of Australia? Um, it's, it's growing, definitely. Um, and I'll tell you what, since we've um, started doing this new record and we, we got our new manager on board, it's just been phenomenal how, how many more fans we've um, you know got on board and how many messages we've had from people I don't even know from I don't even know where from <laughs> right. saying that they love the band. So the the word is definitely spreading, and um, you know, for us that's awesome because it just means there's going to be more chance of us being able to get out there and tour um, all over the place. So that's what we're looking forward to. Right. Yeah, that'd be exciting. Um, so I want to do a little bit of history of the band, if we can, sort of uh, how it got started and how you got involved. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, I didn't start out in the band. Uh, band started out about 1999. Uh, Daniel started it up with some, I believe he started it up when he was at uh, university, actually, with um, a couple of guys. Uh, then it became a bit more serious. He got uh, Mark DeVadamo, Emmanuel, um just trying to think of everyone, Jenna and Jeff on the drums, and they did Element V, uh, which was a, when it came out back in Perth, I remember watching them as a, a young spring chicken back then. I was very impressed, and um, I always, I played in another band that used to play with them a lot, and I was always like, oh, I'd love to play in this band. Um, they're just so, you know when you just watch a band and you know they've got something a bit special it's just um something about the music and um and i knew danny was a phenomenal frontman even back then when he was younger so i used to love watching them uh and then i got the opportunity to join them for their second album which was universe um oh god i can't even remember when that came out i think <laughs> it was i think it was 2004 five or six that it came out okay. <laughs> god it must be getting old <laughs> um <laughs> but um i got asked to join they um were looking for a new guitarist and a new drummer and myself and mark boyne joined um and it was pretty much hey would you like to join the band we are recording a new album so i had to learn all these songs in a, a very short amount of time and jump into the studio um which i you know i wouldn't have it have had it any other way it was sure, a fantastic sure. experience um and then um off the back of that we got to play europe which was great with the prog power festival 
And then we did the um, the third album, which was I'm the Revolution, which was probably the album that kind of got us um, a little bit more notoriety, um, you know, sort of outside of Australia a bit more, I think. Right. Um, we started getting some really great reviews in um, Germany and... Um, and all over Europe, which was fantastic. Um, and we had a few lineup changes there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a few members have been in the band, I know. Yeah, there's been a few. We had a new new guitarist uh, but at, and a new bass player by that point. That was Alex. And um, Chris was our previous guitarist, um, was temporarily in the band at that point. And then, obviously, Meaning of I... 2010 11 and that was just when we got to actually get so many opportunities like touring america um touring um Indo we did Indo indonesian festivals um lots of australian tours lots of um accolade in america and um you know we, we actually you know, America's like our second home now, so we we, we definitely want to get back there ASAP uh, with what we're now at now, which is the fifth album. <laughs> right. So are we calling it, is it five or V or what? what's the, the official I was just name? Um, having this discussion with another interviewer. It was actually meant to be a, a, um, a self-titled record um that was what we were originally going for was we're not going to call it anything it was just be voyager um but then we did a listening party and a lot of the fans of which were pledges from kickstarter um they all said we should call it v and also uh we you know sad state of affairs but we have to now check google to see what comes up as a better search as well for your records when you're <laughs> on google so v1 over um voyager voyager so um we know it is self-titled but it's known i think on all the catalogs as voyager v got it okay so what drove the um the decision to do Kickstarter. I mean, I know a lot of bands have done it and it's been successful for a lot of people. So how did you guys decide to do that? Yeah, look, um, I'm sure you hear this um, time and time again, Roy. Um, it's a hard, hard life being a, an original music. Um, it doesn't really pay the bills. And, um, you know, we've, we've been pretty self-sufficient for the last... Um, you know, 10, 15 years um, and, um, well, apart from, you know, the odd government grant and things like that that we've luckily been able to get through um, Australia. Um, but it's a very expensive um, exercise uh, recording a record. It's, um, you know, you've not just got the... Uh, the co the studio time costs, but you've got production mastering. Um, then you've got actually getting the CDs pressed, right. <laughs> and um, whatever other formats you want to get, it just becomes thousands and thousands, well tens of thousands of dollars um, by the end up once you you sort of get it out there. Um, we didn't want to do it the traditional way and and go through record labels. Um, you know, we're a bit disillusioned by. Um, the way the, the, the music industry has become over the last sort of five or so years where um, everyone's making money off of a band except for the band. Right, right. <laughs> um, so we thought, you know what, um, I, we, we thought we 
reckon we've got the fans out there. Like, they're very dedicated. They're very passionate about the band. They show us a lot of support. Um, and, you know, it, we already had the songs written. Um, we thought, you know, we're going to give this a go. Like, it could fail miserably um, and we'll just have to sort of take the time out and do it a bit later or you know we could be really surprised and and really see what our you know what our fans are made of and we're completely astounded um three days and we we met our target and um i think at the end up we ended up getting like uh 180 percent of our target or something ridiculous like that so we were just absolutely um just blown away by the response we got from the fans so look there is a, a a market for that and fans really like it they like interacting with the bands they like it that they're able to um be a bit closer and be a part of it and help out they you know they want to help out and you know it's not like we're, we're begging for money or anything you're getting the album from it it's almost like a pre-order with with some extra perks on it so i think it's great uh what was the most somebody contributed you know yeah i think the most was to um we had a couple that <laughs> we had about three or four people pledge uh i think it was about four hundred dollars wow. uh, to to actually send lyrics to us and we'll write them a voyager song with their lyrics um we <laughs> as daniel put it in a previous um discussion with someone um we didn't actually think about it and say that there was going to be a um you know limit on the words <laughs> right but we're very lucky that no one wrote six pages of lyrics to us so we're very lucky <laughs> but that's the next thing on the agenda to do and i think someone else pledged um uh for um one of the pledges was for about 6 or 700 dollars um and i think someone actually pledged that to us so I mean, just unbelievable. We never expected anyone to 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 give us that that sort of money. It's just, what do you do? I mean, you just, you, as a band, you feel like you um, owe them a lot. It's just, um, you know, just absolutely humbling. Yeah, that's yeah. really great. It's awesome to know. And you know what? The internet and everything that has come out of it, some of it's been bad, but then there's amazing opportunities like that that are really positive. So that's great to hear. That's right, and I think for the most part, I think that um, I think mo that most bands are not abusing it um, at all, and um, and it's a great opportunity for fans and um, and bands to just have a closer connection, and and you know it becomes a very mutually beneficial relationship, and I, I I'm all for it. I think it's the way of the future. Yeah. So uh, the album uh, V comes out uh, next week, right, or uh, June third. That's right. Yeah, I think it's June third for you guys, and uh, I think it's June sixth in Australia. But yeah, you guys are getting it in the third, so right. you're lucky. Right. <laughs> you got it before we got it. <laughs> so, in terms of uh, how you guys see yourselves musically along uh, the landscape, there, I, I've read a, a lot of different uh, descriptions about what the band, so, you know, sort of sounds like, or what bands you've toured with, or. Uh, where do you guys see yourselves musically and, and who do you line up with a little bit? Oh, look, it's a, a, a never-ending dilemma for us is where to, where to put ourselves and what we sound like. Um, I would say 
what's most commonly said is that we've always had that kind of 80s synth pop sort of sound. Uh, a lot of that to do with Daniel's um, timbre of his voice as well. Right. Um, but at the same time, I think we've got a very, um, in terms of like the, the metal side of things, it's definitely very progressive. Um, and it's um, nowadays, I'd say from the last two albums, become a very kind of modern progressive sound with in the vein of, um, you know, a lot of bands like Tesseract, uh, Scar Symmetry, um, you know, similar bands to that. So, um, you know, we've. I think in the earlier days we had a lot of kind of uh, soil work influence in there as well. So there's a lot of me- melodic sort of aspects still in there, but it's definitely becoming a lot more modern sounding. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great melodies on the album. And that's what I was drawn to the songs on this one, especially um, like the last song, Seasons of Age, I think is not something you'd hear on a typical sort of prog metal album. You know, and um, really great song. The singles also breaking down, and uh, the new video that just came out, hyperventilating, is uh, fantastic. How did you choose those singles? Um, well, breaking down was, um, to be completely frank with you, was a bit of a safe choice um, because the rest of the album, I think, is quite a bit different to that song, um, and we kind of wanted to keep those cards. Um, to our chest a little bit um, for the rest of the album coming out. We thought, well, you know, we'll just release a single that's uh, probably the most most Voyager kind of sounding record uh, song. Um, So we did Breaking Down first. And then we wanted to go all out and do a, a you know, a ridiculous video clip for hyperventilating. And um, it turned out way better than we ever could have dreamed it would turn out working with the same director um ben burkout uh that we worked with on the last few video clips um so that was kind of we wanted that to be a big statement um when that song came out and it seems to have worked very well in our favor (laughs) great what about songwriting so how does the how does that process work is it uh daniel that starts the songs off or are you guys writing as a group it used to be all Daniel. Um, back on previous records, it was um, Dan- Danny would come in with sort of, you know, 80, 90% of the songs written, and then we would add our little touches, our riffs, little bits of arrangement things to it. Um, but this time round was very different. We, um, we actually wrote it all pretty much in the um, rehearsal studio. Um, and it was all very natural and very collaborative. Um, so I think that's been a real positive for us as well. It's very f- why it sounds quite fresh as well. Um, it still sounds very Voyager, but it's definitely got an added sort of oomph to it. And I think that's got to do with that it's, you know, all, all five of us, um, you know, really pushing each other in the jam room when we were writing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, so we touched on sort of music industry and and some of that stuff, but I'm just curious, what's the the rock music scene like in Australia, and, and in particular, uh, sort of the prog or prog metal uh, scene? Is there a lot of that music around there, or is it sort of you guys stick out a little bit? No, look, there's um, for a while, earlier in the, when we first started, there was heaps of prog bands. Then they sort of just disappeared for a bit, and it was all 
really heavy death metal bands. Um, <laughs> but I've noticed over the last few years they're really starting to prop up again. Um, bands that have been maybe quiet have you know coming out with really great records again. Um, and that you know there's some new bands as well, but there's heaps of fantastic music in Australia. We're really lucky. Um, and from all sort of genres of, of metal as well, we've got some really great talent over here. Um, it's just a shame that we're so far away from everything to <laughs> right. get out there. But, you know, there's heaps of bands. I mean, you obviously know, um, you know, bigger bands are like Carnival and um, Dead Letter Circus. They're on that kind of alternative prog sort of sound. Um, we've got another band who's just starting to turn some heads called Caligula's Horse, who we will actually be touring with on our Australian tour who are absolutely fantastic guys and musicians. Um, there's Terra Maze, uh, there's Hermina, there's just, I could go on for, for hours, there's, there's so much out there. You should definitely, um, everyone out there in America should definitely check out all the Aussie prog bands. Will do, will do. Always looking for more music. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and what about uh, the tours that already sort of scheduled or what are still planning it? No, that's all been uh, actually just got announced uh, this week. Um, we are doing a Australian tour throughout July. We're doing it over the weekends because it's um, a bit hard to for for work. We all still work day jobs. I'm unfortunately Roy, so <laughs> <laughs> we do weekends, um, and that way we can we can party with everyone as well when we go over um, over interstate. But we're doing the 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 main cities. We're doing Adelaide, Canberra, Sydney, Brisbane. Um, Melbourne and Perth, obviously, our home our home city. Um, and other than that, we haven't really got any... Uh, well, obviously, we've got Prog Power Europe in October as well. But um, apart from that, everything else, we're just sort of, sort of trying to piece together is getting out um, anywhere else. We'd love to do Asia. And uh, obviously, America is very, very high on the priority for us to get back to. What are the odds of that happening, you think? I think they would be quite um, quite high. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say anything sort of locked in place yet, but sure. we definitely, um, definitely want to get back there ASAP. Um, it, America's become like a second home to us. Um, you know, you're... You, you treat us like royalty over there. I mean, we're just absolutely astounded with the response we got when we did, um, you know, the Prog Power Festival and then um, the Rhapsody of Fire tour. It was just unbelievable, the response we got. And, all, and a lot of the Kickstarters were from America as well. Okay. Um, we want to get back there and, um, and and play for you guys again. And this time, not just North America. We'd love to get, um, you know, all over. Well, we hope to see you guys. Uh, Simone, thanks so much for the interview. It was a real pleasure to speak with you. And speaking to a band from Australia is always a treat for me as well. Not something no I would problems. get to do all the time. I Listen, I'm a, I think the album's amazing. Anybody that hasn't heard it yet, I would highly recommend picking it up because it's fantastic. comes out next week. And uh, listen, hopefully um, we'll get to see here. If not, I wish you all the success in the world with the new record. Thanks a lot, Roy. And yeah, if we uh, when we get back, I'm not going to say if I'm going to say when we get back <laughs> right. over there. Make sure you come up and uh, say hello, and we can have a beer. I will do my best. All right, take it easy. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Simone for the interview. We're going to close with a track off of V called Hyperventilating. 
For more information and upcoming interviews, please check theprogreport.com. Thanks. Sure, right.